Few things are harder than the mission of raising your kids. At The Dad Project, we get experienced dads to reveal what's worked for them, offering practical, time-tested advice. Being a successful dad is tough, and we're here to help you get it done. Welcome to The Dad Project. In this episode of The Dad Project, Jim Tierney discusses some ideas for forming children in the virtue of loyalty. Jim is co-founder of The Dad Project. He and his wife are expecting their 10th child. I think there are some subtleties in helping kids learn to understand the true meaning of loyalty that can make it a hard virtue for us dads to instill properly in our children. And unless our explanations of loyalty are thoughtful, there's a risk that our kids could end up thinking that loyalty really means not ratting out my friends. In other words, withholding information from authority figures when my friends are justly suspected of wrongdoing. That's obviously not what we want at all. We want our kids to deal in truth no matter what. So how do we instill loyalty without getting off track? Well, virtues start in the home, and I think there are a lot of ways that we can begin to help kids understand loyalty through the ways that we act as a family. The first thing we did in our house to start to work on this is put a rule in place, no tattling. And unless it's dangerous or destructive, you're just tattling. My wife and I found that if we didn't push the responsibility for resolving disputes back to the kids, we were just in the position of adjudicating a constant stream of grievances. I don't have a desire to be the judge of kid disputes. So we feel quite comfortable sending kids back outside to talk through their problems with their siblings. Now notice that the rule has the key exception for actions that are dangerous or destructive. If your five-year-old sibling is trying to climb up on a dad's workbench to get a utility knife, you should run and tell a grown-up. If your little sister is stealing from someone else in the family, I wanna know about it. Billy is digging a hole in the middle of the front lawn be sure to let us know about that. But other than serious matters like that, we want our kids to learn to resolve issues. A concept we have developed in our family that supports this key rule is that we have what we call team grown-up and team kid. Being a member of team kid, you should not be looking for ways to get your siblings in trouble. You should give them good advice. If they're really throwing up a lot of obstacles to say, all the other kids getting the dishes done, you could start by reminding them that you all got assigned to do the dishes and it's gonna go a lot faster if everyone does his part. If that doesn't work, you could say, we're all on team kid and I don't want you to get in trouble over this, but do you really want me to have to go and talk to dad about how you're sitting in the middle of the kitchen floor refusing to help the rest of us? Do you really want to have to explain that to dad? Here's another example. The overly dramatic reaction, screaming, crying, to either some minor discomfort that your brother or sister caused you, or to the fact that someone won't give you something they're playing with. In these situations, I put it back on the aggrieved party. I thought you were on Team Kid. What are you hoping I'm going to do to your brother because he accidentally bumped into you and you fell over? Or that he tapped you on the head with an empty paper towel roll. 
or that he took your doll out of your hands? Are you hoping that I'm going to ground him for a week? Are you hoping that he's going to get a spanking? No? Well, maybe you should act like you're on Team Kid next time and say, please be careful, you knocked me over. Or, I don't like that. Please don't bonk me on the head with a paper towel roll. Or, it's against our family rules to yank things out of people's hands. And so, working to get kids out of the habit of getting each other in trouble can really help them to understand loyalty in a very healthy way. Fast forward this idea 20 or 30 years and put it in the context of the workplace. Don't we want all our colleagues to have the common courtesy to bring issues to us rather than just going over our heads to our bosses and making us or our teams look bad? It's a measure of loyalty to colleagues that we would give them the chance to resolve issues before escalating them. Okay, so moving on from the work we do just in the home, we have instituted the idea of team tyranny with our children. Team tyranny is about defending the honor and dignity of our family and our siblings if it ever becomes necessary. And also a constant temptation for many kids not scoring points with my friends against my siblings or parents. What are some examples? Well, as it regards siblings, we don't go to school the next day and talk about something embarrassing that your sister said. We don't make younger siblings sit out of games or activities we're playing with our friends accompanied by some derisive comment to our friends about how our brother doesn't even understand how to hold a baseball bat correctly or how he can't even shoot a basketball high enough to make a basket on a 10-foot hoop. And in our house, by and large, we expect older kids to choose activities, even if their friends are involved, that can include younger siblings. We don't make teenagers include toddlers on basketball games but they don't get to exclude six and seven-year-olds from laser tag in the backyard with friends. A few examples of being loyal to team tyranny when it comes to your parents. Our kids do not get away with saying, my dad says, and fill in the blank here, you can't jump on the couch. We have to let my stupid sister jump on the trampoline with us. We can't watch a PG-13 movie. You can't be on your smartphone. Or how about this one? My dad says you can't sit in your car and text me that you're here to pick me up for the dance. Our kids are expected to own our family culture and rules and to have the moral courage to lead their friends. If they can't, then they can't have the privilege of having friends over for movies or basketball or hanging out. What are some different ways kids in our house can speak to their friends about our family culture without trashing it to score points with their friends? They can say, In our house, we don't jump on the couch. We're going to need to not jump so high in the trampoline so we don't keep knocking my little sister over. Let's watch this other movie. Hey, rather than playing that iPhone game, let's shoot some hoops or play a board game or have a water balloon fight. Or you should come up to the house so we can take a picture before we go to the dance. We teach our kids that 99% of their friends will be positively influenced by this leadership. The 1% who aren't, They won't come back, and you'll know that you should focus more time on all the other friends who do. Those friends seem to be fine with the loyalty you show to your family. Moving beyond the family, the next step in teaching loyalty to children is to work with them on being a good friend, anticipating the needs of others, and serving them. An example that we always cover with our boys has to do with school dances. At the high school our kids attend, most of the kids don't pair up as dates. They just go to the dance as singles and groups. 
And knowing this, we coach our boys to ask every girl to dance, letting no one feel left out. We also instruct our kids to look for kids who are alone at lunchtime and at recess, go and sit with them or invite them to join in the activities. Too often, I think we as parents can be tempted to want to ask our kids when they come home from school if everyone was nice to them. What we need to ask our kids is what they did to make sure others know that you are a good friend to everyone. And to that end, we need to equip our children to be able to guide conversations away from gossip and backbiting criticism of others. We can equip them with the language of, she's my friend, I don't like hearing you talk about her like that. Or simply a graceful redirect of a conversation by interjecting, did you see the Dodgers game last night? These are all about being a better friend. I'm sure we can all think of one or two friends from our childhood who were admirable for their willingness to stand up for the honor of others, disregarding what cool kids might think of them. When you think about it, that's pretty heroic behavior. We can paint a vision for our children of how they can act in a heroic way by sharing our memories of people we knew who exhibited loyalty in important moments. So if we want our kids to have a right view of loyalty when they become adults, let's start now with some lower stakes interactions with siblings. Let's expect loyalty to our families and let's teach kids to be good friends, standing up for others, anticipating and serving others' needs. These ways of living out loyalty are really about living charity and justice, which are virtues of the highest order. We dads are the ones who are best positioned to show our children the nobility and heroic nature of the virtue of loyalty. Hey, thanks for listening to The Dad Project. If this talk was valuable to you, please go to our website at dadproject.net and make a voluntary one-time or recurring donation to help support our operations. Any amount helps. Catch you next time at The Dad Project.